get to the phone, we've got the New South Wales Labour leader, Chris Minns, on the phone. Morning, how are you? Good morning, Phil. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for your time. So your idea is to redesign and repair the structure of the New South Wales health system. What's wrong with it? Yeah, look, it seems a bit complicated, but the truth of the matter is we're seeing nurses leave public hospitals in massive, massive numbers, overworked, stressed, leaving for the private sector or other states or just the profession altogether. So we need to fundamentally change it. We're promising $175 million to hire an additional 1,200 nurses across the state. We think this is a fundamental reform that will fix the public hospital system, which is in crisis at the moment. Right, and so how short-staffed is it, and why is this happening? Yeah, we're seeing a situation at the moment where many experienced nurses, particularly in Western Sydney hospitals, are up and leaving, particularly for Queensland and Victoria. The Nurses Association suggests that several thousand have gone in the last few years because pay and conditions are better in other states. So it's very difficult to attract people to the profession because it's hard to train that number of people up in a short period of time. It's far better to retain those people that already work in the system. And Phil, you'd know that Often nurses have got decades' worth of experience. Of course, yeah. yeah. In Western Sydney EDs, and we need them on the job and working. So, and with that in mind, I mean, if you want to, for all intents and purposes, fast-track not just nurses but security guards and health professionals and paramedics as well, how do you do that? Yeah, it's a difficult one. The truth is the government generally recruits about 2,400 nurses a year. In 2022, they increased it to 2,800. And then last year or this next year, they're proposing over 3,000. They've already had 4,000 applications. So we know there's capacity there. We also know that 3,500 people have up and left to other states. So if we can retain more of them in New South Wales, offer better conditions in the workplace, we're really confident more people will stay. And that puts less pressure on the need to recruit more people to the profession because you've got all these people that are already currently working there that you can convince to stay on. Yeah, of course. But that's the thing. If you try to replace people who are really experienced, therein lies the issue as well because you've got people that have got years of experience and trying to replace them straight away is quite a task. What seems to be the main concern then for the people, the nurses and the health professionals who are leaving? Yeah, just overworked and overstretched, particularly in emergency departments, particularly on the midnight shift. I've been going out at 2 o'clock in the morning to Westmead and Blacktown Hospital, speaking to nurses that are doing the, the midnight shift, and it's really difficult work. And in many cases, there's more attractive paying conditions in the private sector or in other states, so they're not just choosing to stay. Now, no one would become a busy intensive care nurse or an emergency department nurse to get rich. You do it because it's a wonderful vocation and you're committed to public service. But we've got to be with our nurses who've done it tough over the last few years. And they've been asking for a big reform like this. Safe staffing levels is the reform that we think is going to save the health system in a very difficult period. We think it's affordable, we think it's deliverable, and we'll do it in the first term of a Labor government if we win the election in March. Of course, um, and it's a, you know largely a thankless task as well. And as you say, nurses work incredibly long hours, and doctors as well, often uh, without any gratitude for the work that they're doing. So obviously highlighting that is important. But I noticed this today in the Telegraph that they said a New South Wales health report said that uh, the number of patients being seen in emergency departments has plummeted to the lowest since records began in 2010. Only about 6 in 10 patients were seen during this time, April to June quarter, which is the lowest in 12 years. So it really is a knock-on effect with that too. 100%. Like, there's something like 75,000 people walked into an emergency department in three months, saw how many people were waiting there mm. and how long the wait would be and turned around and left without getting any treatment at all. So we know that which, which is the worst figure ever recorded 
So we yeah. know it's under unprecedented stress. So much of the pressure is falling on the shoulders of very hard-working nurses mm. in public hospitals, and we need to make sure that they've got a plan so they know that helps on the way. Can I tell you this, though? Having lived in the UK, and they're very, very fond of the uh, NHS, and it's you know highly revered there, and also in America where their health system's all over the place, but with the NHS in particular, as I say, they, you know, they're very proud of it. But for me, the observation I had when I was in the UK is that the NHS was hanging on by a thread. It seems here that the health service in Australia is far superior to a lot of the health services that we have in the rest of the world. Yeah, we've got a wonderful health service in New South Wales. We've got Medicare, we've got bulk billing, which takes pressure off emergency departments, and we've got it free. So you can turn up to an emergency department and get world-class care, but Phil has never been under more pressure, and I think in many ways uh, we've not realised how difficult the work is. COVID's really put a spotlight on these professionals that do it day in and day out. Yeah. But they're leaving in droves. And if we don't get this right and the predictions of people leaving the profession turn out to be true, we'll never get them back. Yeah, and that's, right. that's going to put enormous pressure on our public hospital system. It's the jewel in the crown, I think, of public service. And we need to make sure that our paramedics, our nurses and the doctors who work there are fully backed up. Yeah, that's right, I appreciate it. So I've got a couple of ideas for you as well. Um, I, I re played this uh, a few moments ago to Sean from the news booth. There's the Canadian Prime Minister who found himself in a sticky situation in a press conference where he swallowed a bee. I'm going to play this to you. So he's talking and he swallows a bee, right? It's coming from the health sector. <laughs> Holy Christ. I just swallowed a bee. Oh my Holy God. Christ. I knew that little bugger. I'm good. He's down here buzzing around right now. So I'm thinking to you, if you find yourself in a sticky situation in a press conference, use the B option. I mean, you can only use it once, and then people will see through it. Yeah, if you did it twice, it'd be pretty... Do it twice, people, yeah. But if, you know... Yeah, exactly. If you don't know the answer to the question, and, you know, it hasn't been done, use the... I mean, somebody will sidle up to you and go, use the B option. Do it once, but never again. But it's there in case you need it. In case of emergency break glass, exactly. I definitely need that, Phil. There's no question about it. And secondly, uh, Kate, who works here, who's the producer, uh, says you're a very attractive man, and for that reason alone, she finds you, you know, uh, perhaps as our next leader in New South Wales. I think you could probably trade on that as well. If you've got this sort of animal magnetism about yourself, undo a, an extra button of the shirt, I think, you know, and perhaps use that. Whatever it takes. Yeah. No, I'll see no? straight through that. Phil. No? I'd okay. be in big, big trouble if yeah. I took my shirt off. Well, I'm just trying to help. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I'm <laughs> writing all these ideas down. They're brilliant. <laughs> Lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Phil.